Welcome back to Tips from the Pro Shop, brought to you by Championship Bow Hunting. I'm Phil Mendoza, and continuing with this week's topic of how to stay motivated in the off season, or uh, you know, tips and tactics from from some of the industry insiders as to what they do. Um, today is Wednesday, or will be Wednesday when this airs, and we've got a, a special guest, Kenton Claremont. Uh, I'm going to be bringing on here shortly. But before I get to Kenton, I want to send a huge shout out and thank you to uh, new show sponsor, Mountain Ops. Uh, make sure you're checking out Mountain Ops new products and, and all the things that they're, that they stand behind and they're working towards this year. Uh, I got a lot in the works. Very happy to be working with Mountain Ops alongside them uh, to help grow, uh, you know, the, the movement with, with being fit as hunters and educating hunters as to how to better fuel their bodies. So make sure you're checking them out. That's getmountainops.com. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on today's guest, and that is Kenton Claremont. Okay, and uh, today's guest, uh, Kenton Claremont. Kenton's with Train to Hunt. Uh, Kenton, online training, training people in person, you know, following through with today, uh, this week's uh, topic of how to stay motivated in the off season, or, or you know, what do you do to, to stay motivated? Let's start with that, Kenton. W- welcome to the show, first of all. Thanks, and bro. and secondly, what what does Kenton do in the off season to 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 keep uh, keep his razor focused and keep in tune with with what's going on with his physical and and his bow hunting uh, endeavors? You know, I'll tell you one of the things that I do and have always done is um, to set myself up so that I have to, uh, I feel like I have to stay in shape. You know, like right now, I, you know, I own a training company. I own a personal training company. I train hunters. I, um, kind of, um, I'm kind of that guy right now, as far as uh, people looking at me, if I was out of shape, I would probably be ridiculed pretty, pretty bad. Um, so that motivates me just to stay in shape, just, uh, you know, make sure you're staying in shape and always doing something, um, because people are kind of looking at you as the example, you know? And so, Um, that really helps me, uh, helps motivate me that, and obviously I want to be a good example of my kids. I have three young kids and um, my wife, and I just always want them to, um, to know that I, I know how important health and fitness is and having an active lifestyle. So that really helps kind of fan the flame for me. The other thing that I do is, um, I tell, I tell people about my goals and I set myself up for success. So like I'm always, um, in some sort of a little competition with people about, mm-hmm. Hey, let's, uh, you know, let's see, make sure you're shooting your bow every single day. And when you get done shooting your bow, like my brother and I will, will sometimes do this where, all right, this month we're going to focus on shooting our bow every day. And so when you get done, just text me, I, I shot my bow today. And then we just hold each other accountable, which I think is a big deal when it comes to motivation. I think that setting yourself up for success, which means one, telling as many people around you as you can about your goals and what you hope to accomplish and by what time. Like my goal is to work out at least five days a week and um, and shoot my bow seven days a week. Well, tell as many people as you can and say, hey, I, is it all right if I check in with you every time I shoot my bow? Um, is it all right if, if uh, um, you know, you want to, Hey, let's, let's work out together. The best thing to do is just find people that are, Hey, you know what? I have that goal too. I'll, can I come work out with you? Can I come shoot with you? Um, it's pretty attractive. And you see that Bill. like, just, you know, think about the, the warrior training camp, how that started out as 
just basically Aaron walking the mountains. And then he started telling people, hey, I'm doing this every day. And people were like, hey, I want to do that too. So when you share your goals and your, um, you know, your goals with people, it gets contagious. And so you'll just surround yourself with people that mm-hmm. suddenly have the same um, aspirations and same goals as you do. And you have a group, which really helps. I think motivation is, um, is having a group of people that will hold you accountable because let's face it. Every it, people have no problem with letting themselves down. You know what I'm saying? Phil? like, if I say to myself, Hey, I want to make sure that I, I work out every day, but I keep it a secret. And you know, the first time I miss a day, I don't feel like I'm, I, I don't feel like I'm letting anybody down because nobody knows and nobody, you know, and unless somebody knows and is holding you accountable, there's, it's no big deal. But, um, if somebody knows and they're saying, Hey man, you, you said you wanted to work out every day, you better get in there and work out. Um, it, it, uh, it doesn't seem to be that big of a deal if you miss. So, um, surround, so let everybody know, surround yourself with people with, with similar goals. And then, um, there, you know, there's other things that can motivate people too. Like, uh, I know some people who have taken, uh, photos of themselves, you know, the, the year before, after a pack out where they're just like, they're, they're done. They, they, they pack their bull out. They're sitting on the tailgate of their truck and they are spent and they were done. And they take that picture and they put it in places that will help motivate them. Like, I don't ever want to feel like that ever again. So that's the first thing they see maybe in the mirror in their bathroom or, or maybe that's what's in on the dash of their truck when they're driving home. So, um, they know that when I get home, I gotta get, I gotta get my pack on and get out there because I don't want to feel like that again. Maybe it's a big bull they had on trail camera that they missed the year before or whatever it is, but you know, visual, visual, um, tools can help just by, you know, just placing them around in, in, in uh, the right spots so that you are reminded of why you're working out when, uh, cause the day will come when you, you're not gonna, it's going to be tough for you to, to uh, get out there and work out. You'll have every good excuse in the book, whether you worked a lot, extra long day or you did a lot of labor work at work and so I really need to work out or man, I'm bushed or I didn't get any sleep last night or I haven't eaten or you can make a thousand different excuses for not doing a workout. But um, if you put these these motivating pictures or scenarios in uh, in in optimum places, it'll, it'll remind you why you work out. Um, so that's, that's always a good way to stay motivated too. And then probably the number one, um, thing that actually drives, especially competitive people. And I found, I mean, just being around bow hunters for whatever reason, like bow hunters and bow, people who shoot bows tend to be pretty competitive, you know, uh, they're just competitive people by nature. So, um, one real driving motivator for most real competitive people is fear of failure, fear of embarrassment. And so uh, if you sign up for an event or if you, um, you know, uh, set a wager with some one of your close friends or something, you're going to follow through and stay um, active and follow through with what you say you're going to do as far as training goes and shooting goes um, just because you, you would rather um, – You'd rather die than be embarrassed, which is a fact. I don't know if you knew that, Phil, but like they took a survey of professional athletes, professional um, athletes, and they um, professional athletes would rather die than be totally embarrassed in front of a lot of people. They'd rather die. So I mean, that's a that's that's 
saying something. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like someone says, "Yeah, I'd rather die than be embarrassed." In front, of, in front of a crowd of people. That's pretty serious. That's pretty serious statement right there. It, it is, but you know, you think about, you think about um, most highly competitive people, and they they stay motivated and they practice and practice and prepare and prepare. Um, some you know, some of those people are doing it strictly because they have a certain expectation that they feel like they have to live up to. And if they don't live up to that expectation, the embarrassment that would surround them because of their, their lack of preparation is like, there's just no way that they can comprehend that. So they're like, there's no way I, I'm going to put myself in that situation. So, um, yeah, that, that's interesting stuff, man. I mean, but but interesting and good and and you know I I mean getting your perspective along with the other five guys we're doing this week one episode every day it's the same thing it's just that's where it, this one topic I felt was just to spread it out and get people's feedback because like you said the accountability thing is huge being competitive yep. with somebody is huge and you know I'm not I, I'm not huge on taking a picture every time I work out or, hey, you know, I, I, here's a selfie with my shirt off. Right. I don't right. personally right. do that, right? But at the right. end of the day, if if the reason someone is doing that is to because they're holding themselves accountable, you know what? I'm going to give you a pass. And, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's, it's like you said, if that's what it takes for you to stay motivated and stay ingrained in something is to say, hey, you know what? Hey guys, here's a, I, I told you know I tell you I'm preparing, I'm getting ready for this event or this race or this hunt. You know, here's me practicing. It's not because I'm trying to you know it's it's all about me. I'm just I'm you know you guys are helping to keep me accountable by me putting this out there. That hey, I'm good with it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you 100 percent, Bill. And it's it's I think that a lot of times uh, people may be too quick to judge. Personally, I think that if if you have somebody holding you accountable, then it should be between you and that person that's holding you accountable. I don't think personally, I don't think that the self, I think the selfie, um, it hasn't really got out of hand, but if somebody's putting a selfie on the internet, on Facebook, on Instagram, every single thing and day and not really asking for help, just saying, Hey, this is, look at me. I'm doing back and back today. I'm doing, you know, tries and, and chest tomorrow or whatever. Um, yeah, that's, that's definitely different than somebody who's, Putting, uh, you know, but you know, taking a picture after every workout and then sending it to a group of people, um, or even tagging a group of people and saying, um, "Thanks for helping motivate you guys," and and I'm doing it just like I said I was going to do it. So it's it's a, it's a big deal, and and you just have to find everybody's different, Phil. You know, like everybody is just wired a little different. Like the days that I'm like I have the best excuse in the world. There's no way that I'm going to like. I, sh- I have to work out. I've been working on the ranch all day. I've been beating posts with a hammer all day and been swinging a sledge and been stringing wire. And I'm like, whoop. And I've been out there for 12 hours. I get home and I'm whooped and I'm thinking, I-, I don't need to work out. The thing that motivates me above and beyond anything else, beyond any kind of prize, embarrassment, anything, is that if I'm ever faced with a situation where I have to, where my hunting partner's life is depending on me being able to get them to safety. And if I am physically unable to do that because of my lack of preparation, I don't want to have to live with myself like that. 
So above yep. everything else, that's what that's what motivates me when everything else when nothing else can. I picture myself and maybe my brother and my dad out hunting or something, and my dad has, you know, something go wrong, and my brother breaks a leg or something, and I'm like, I need to get him out now. And it, for me to not be able to do that and have to leave him behind and, make, you know, bad things happen, like, that's like, I'm getting off my butt and I'm working out right now. Because when it, in the end, at the end uh, of the day, I feel like I'm accountable for my hunting partner to get him home and say it back to his family. And so there's no, there's nothing in the world that's going to stop me from preparing for that. Nothing. And, and that's, you know, great points, man. And, and <clears throat> information well shared. I mean, thanks for sharing, taking a few minutes today to, to, uh, contribute to the topic. And Ken, why you don't bet. you t- take a minute or two to, to tell us what's, what's coming up here. Uh, this episode is, is going to be airing here. Should be the third week of January. So of okay. course it was recorded previously, but you know this by this time when it goes up, um, it's going to be uh, we're going to be trade show season. You know, yeah. the people that are kind of working that 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 side of the business. But um, as far as the people looking forward to train to hunt in 2016, how about a few highlights? What 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 are we looking for? Well, first of all, February 6th is when registration is going to open for the train hunt challenges. And I did, I did a little different this year. I'm trying to build some hype around the challenges and there's tons of different challenges, challenges everywhere from Pennsylvania to Montana, Nevada. You can find all that information at train hunt.com under, under challenge, under the challenge tab. But February 6th, we open registration. Now you guys do not miss out on registration because of the format, because of, some of the logistics that go into these challenges, we have to limit our entry fees to about 120 people. And I, I can tell you right now, Colorado is going to sell out. And so Colorado is going to sell out. I wouldn't be surprised if like Oregon and maybe Wyoming, and there's going to be some other ones that will sell out. So get on there February 6th, get your entry fee, get your partner's entry fee, get, your, get anybody else that you're going to rope into this thing with you and go out there. And, and get an entry fee um, taken. That's probably the the thing that's coming up right around the corner, first of all, Phil. But uh, um, always, you know, as always, we're always doing personal training and daily training at trainhunt.com, and we'd love to see everybody there and and uh, kind of join the, the train hunt community and join the movement. And uh, I appreciate you having me on the on the call, Phil. Awesome, awesome man. Thanks for joining. We'll talk to you again soon. And um, <clears throat> that's all I got with Kent today, so – uh, check it out tomorrow. Like I said, we're going to have another guest and keep this uh, uh, everyday streak going this week for the uh, Tips from the Pro Shop segments, and we will check you guys out tomorrow.